All right now, good morning, ladies and gents. This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. This is the place where, of course, you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. We got quite a bit to talk about today, so we're going to get right into it with the work on the street. And, of course, as a lot of you guys know, these Democrats are still hounding tra uh, Trump Excuse me for his taxes. Uh, chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, Richard Neal, has uh, officially asked for six years worth of President Trump's personal tax returns. This is, of course, being described as uh, not only an abuse of power, but an overreach by Republicans and also Trump's legal team alike. Uh, however, Neal is using the IRS code 6103, uh, as well as, uh, which gives him, uh, as well as a Senate financial chair committee, uh, the authority to ask Trump for uh, any any tax related business or information. Uh, the question now is: Is it important or not? Uh, honestly, with you, um, I'm kind of on the fence. Uh, yes and no. Um, I think it's important because, of course, this is the leader of our country. Uh, this is a Sorry, this is a taxation without well, this is not a taxation without representation type of country. This is what again, uh, this is what led to our revolution. So it'll be important to know uh, to an extent. Uh, it's more so I think now for the dramatics now because honestly, unless the Democrat, I mean, because this is let's just be honest here. Uh, if tr let's say for instance Trump is not paying his taxes and has not been paying so for a long time, uh, that does not make him the first wealthy American to do so. So my question is, yeah, that might lead to Trump, you know, getting um, in some type of trouble. But again, he's been avoiding it for so many years, just like many other wealthy Americans have been finding loopholes to get out of it for years. My question is, uh, what are the Democrats going to do to change legislation then uh, in order to keep these uh, these tax loopholes from being uh, relevant and keep them accessible to the rich? Uh, are they going to do are they going to not only go after Trump, but are they going to go after other rich, successful uh, millionaires, billionaires to start ta going after their taxes and making sure they are paying their taxes as well? Are they fully vetting themselves and also making sure they're paying their taxes? These are all questions that are on top of my head, which kind of leads me to believe is it important? It is important to an extent, but is it that important? Uh, I think if, if we're going to take it that far on Trump's end, again, like I said, we have to, you know, expose everybody and go in and start changing legislation to uh, how, especially if it turns out that he's not paying his taxes, if we're able to afford to obtain information that he's not, then we're going to have to start changing legislation. Uh, of course, we could start by, you know, trying to make the case for impeaching him. And that's what Democrats have been working on since he's been, been in here. Uh, and I get that. You want him out of the picture. But at the same time, you want to do your job. And part of your job is making new legislation, in my opinion. So if he's not paying his taxes, then that means a lot of these wealthy people are not paying the taxes. So something uh, in the terms of our laws has to be changed because obviously there's a, a very serious serious uh, distri uh, poor uh, distribution of wealth in this country, and it's partly because uh, the upper classes are not paying their full taxes. So unless the Democrats are going to take it to the next level and again and, and possibly push legislation, force legislation, uh, start indicting certain people, maybe they can't do Trump, maybe they can't go after Trump, uh, maybe people related to him or you know business uh, partners related to him or just business tycoons individually that are not paying their full share in taxes. If they're going to go on that level, then fine. 
If not, they're just doing this to be petty with Trump, then I'm not really interested. So, uh, with that case, we're going to move on. We got some more political stuff to talk about. Of course, Joe Biden has been accused of being a perv. Uh, former vice president and presidential candidate was accused sexually uh, was accused of sexually harassing, excuse me, Lucy Flores, a former Nevada state legislator in 2014 at a political event. Uh, event. Uh, she described B Biden as smelling her hair. And he also kissed her on the back of the head now uh there were numerous stories uh coming out they've come out actually recently within the last couple of weeks or so talking about these situations with biden um in the beginning i was you know very adamant on not even necessarily adamant but you know just through the, the first couple of stories that i was hearing and the accounts that i was hearing i uh, was more so wow that's really weird he's kind of a perv uh the more talking i do specifically not only just to men but to women as well uh i'm gonna take a step back and say uh maybe he is over affectionate and it's you know, up to the the individual, what's too much and what's, you know, what's too egregious, what's uncomfortable and what's not. Uh, with that being the case, keep your hands off the women, take, keep your hands off people, Joe Biden and people in general, you don't know how they're going to take it again. Uh, he would, you know, um, the account of Louis, Lucy Flores was kind of weird, though. Uh, you know, just just smell the smelling of her hair aspect of it was kind of a little bit too far. Uh, also, you know, just kissing her on the back of the head. There was a couple other weird situations, but again, uh, you know, from from the vibe that the vibe that I'm getting again, and, and I talk to a lot of different people, and I make sure I ask these questions to various groups of people, uh, even from women. Uh, it's more so, yeah, it just seems like he's an overly uh, touchy guy. He's an overly feeling guy. Uh, he's not necessarily a pervert, but that's just who he is. Uh, with that being said, and then on, on top of that, uh, you know, Biden was himself saying he was making somewhat of a, you know, doing that to make somewhat of a human connection and trying to get, uh, you know, get to a personal level with people, uh, you know, to an extent uh so i kind of see where he's coming from you know now he's saying he's sorry for not understanding and you know all that so i kind of get it uh just a little bit too far i guess with the hair sniffing for me that's that's different you know if that, especially if it's true you know of course it could always be embellished uh especially nowadays you know because you know you got chris stops porzingis in this situation and i think it's a perfect segue into that uh we'll just talk a little bit about that because you know it's all part of that you know that whole new me too movement and that's wrapping a lot of uh you know prominent men you know regardless of race is wrapping them up in a lot of these these really weird and awkward situations for christos Przingis, and for those of you who may not be aware of who he is he's uh well he formerly played for the new york knicks uh now he was recently traded to the dallas mavericks uh over the course of the year but apparently uh when, while he was in new york uh the same i want to say the same night uh, whether before or after this is going to be the major question, but before or after he had a major ACL sprain, uh, he was accused of a rape uh, that very same night. So, and also it, it came out through the wash through over the you know the the next through, well, through the course of research and just reports uh, that not only you know these this woman this young woman made these allegations, uh, but she also went in, went to the New York Knicks to broker a sixty eight thousand uh, dollar deal in order you know for or to keep quiet or you know just as a settlement so you know this is becoming you know uh, somewhat of a problem 
uh, somewhat, I wouldn't say it's a pandemic or anything like that. Uh, and I just think that again, because with this third story that I kind of want to get into here, uh, I just think it's very, it, it puts this Me Too movement, um, in this weird quasi, in the quasi space for me, because I understand and I understand where females are coming from. I, I try to, uh, reason and, 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 uh, give people the benefit of the doubt. And, um, you know, and I and I get the I get the true stories. You know, I understand the true stories of actual rape allegations. I I totally understand the feelings behind that and why women change and and you know, you know why you know you know necessarily. And I don't you know I'm not I don't condone rape or anything like that. I've never been uh, for uh, sexual molestation. I'm staunchly against you know child abuse and things like that. But I want things to be fair. Uh, that's the, that's, you know, in my life, you know, be, and this is the thing, you know, there's so many different experiences in this world. There's so many different situations that everybody, every single individual has to face. So I, as long as things are fair, uh, I have no problem, uh, with there being somewhat of a me too movement. I think the me too movement loses steam and it loses some of its credibility. A lot of its credibility when you have women like Cardi B who can sit there and, and tell the world that I used to drug men. And sit there and say, I used to rob men. And and this is this is what gets to me. This is not only the this is the thing that gets to me. Sure, there was no rape involved. Sure, Cosby, this is what we're claiming. This is what people have accused him for. He's in jail for this. Sure, Cosby might have raped women. Although I, I honestly, I, I'll have an argument with you about this. I think that's all part of the what their lifestyle was too. And I, I disagree that there was rape. And I think there was drug use. I think there was there was drugs passed and drinks. But I think it was all in, in good fun. Honestly, what happened was people got old. People didn't have no more money, just like in the R. Kelly case. But that's why you let people talk and, and you listen to what they have to say, because R. Kelly will tell you, yeah, you know, um, I might have did these things with these young girls. But these parents, these black parents were giving them to me. So you have to pay attention when Cardi B tells you, oh, yeah, I used to drug men. I used to bring them to the hotel and all this. And and mind you, this is the thing. It's not like this is new. Everybody in the hood knows about having a Mickey slipped on you. Anybody in the hood, I know I know anybody who's anybody I seen uh was a Harlem Knights. And Layla Rashawn's character and what that was all about. So we're we're out we're knowledgeable about this shit. This is the thing. So it's not like it's not like what she's saying was anything new. I'm like, oh yeah, that that happens really all the time. Sometimes it's a lot worse because you might you might she might bring her dude up in the dude in the place to rob you. You don't know. It could be something dangerous. So none of this is actually new. It's the fact that see, and this is the thing that I want women specifically to understand or whoever whoever is this whoever you know the crowd of people that decided they wanted to put this under the rug and act like this isn't important this is the issue here no no man said this was rape nobody nobody no man that that had a problem with this uh even for me down to even your crazy guys like the Tommy Sotomayor's never compared robbery to rape we never said she raped us we never said it was anything like that and the minute, and this is the thing, and I'm going to say this right now, the minute you tell me, well, it wasn't like they got raped and you start trying to compare to me what she did to what Bill Cosby allegedly did. 
what you're doing is you're devaluing what happened. Point blank simple. It doesn't matter. It, that's not the problem. Nobody said it was rape. Nobody said Cardi it was as it was as important as rape. What we're saying is, God damn, this is a pattern. Here. And if we know if Cardi B's doing it, believe me, the regular, the regular, you know, stripper type prostitute chicks, because that's what they all it comes down to. Let's let's not lie to ourselves here. Let's not kid ourselves here. That's why Cardi B had to. Let's be real here. She knew what the what the what life, what, how the society, society viewed her. Why do you think she she's she was why do you think she was drugging men? I probably she's probably doing all that because she's she was tired of having to use the body or her body. She said, Well fuck, I'll just put you to sleep, make you think we're gonna have sex and, and drop and take you and you know, give you this drug, you go to sleep and I get paid anyway. Because she already know what society viewed. She already knew what men wanted from her. But that's what she that's what she put out there. Personally. See, yeah, see all that? It comes back, and it's all about how you conduct yourself. I'm sorry. Nobody, I'm, I'm be honest with you like this. No, I'm not going up to full-time chicks and asking them for sex and trying to cheat, treat them. I would never talk to a, a, a college-educated woman the way, or treat a college woman the way that Cardi B, th you know, will be treated, or some of these, these twerkers get treated and these strippers. I'm sorry. Y'all think it's, it's wrong? Well, sorry. I, I have a little bit more respect for the full-time mom. Girl, that's going to just having to go to work and, and go to school. And no, I don't think Cardi B got anything on her own. Her own. No, you robbed people. You sold your body. That any That's a unskilled labor, yo. You didn't go to school for that. You don't need to go to school to learn how to do that, honestly. You just, I guess it just takes practice and you're just doing it all the time. That's what I would say, but it's unskilled labor. You know? I'm sorry if I got a little bit more, you know, I got, got a little bit more lead way in, in, in trying to, you know, navigate in life with a with a, somebody who has an educational background. Sorry if I have a little bit more, you know, reverence to, for what she has to say. But believe me. I think the the um, the hypocrisy shown here in this situation in my and I'm just going to call I'm calling it how I see it. And I'll have to, I'll have to have those discussions as they come. I think it devalues your Me Too movement. You could sit there and say, "Well, it wasn't like he, she was raping." I mean, you could turn around and flip it and use the reverse logic in your little memes because that's all people use in these modern eras. And say, "Well, they, they were, they were coming in the club suited and booted. They, they were asking to get robbed." Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Well, whether or not they were asking for it. It's against the law. And if this is true, I hope, I hope, uh, well, this is true because she, it came from her own mouth. I hope brothers start opening up their mouth. Honestly, honestly, and just, and just, and I'm honestly, just because I think this is how silly this movement has gotten. I hope them, I hope brothers, I don't know how the woodwork just make shit up. Just like Cole's been doing. Oh yeah, she took me to the club. She did this to me. If I was if I was living in New York, I'd do it. Nah, I wouldn't. I don't need to get down like that, honestly, for no money. I no. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad if brothers did do it. You know, you you want to get broken off, break us off too. I mean, come on, this is this is this is what the society has gone to. Where you can you can make it up. You could I mean, obviously if you're a woman, you can make this stuff up. We've seen it go down. 
Now we're saying that somebody who outrights outright admits to rob, and you know who she's rob. She's robbing brothers. That's that's the most the majority of the men she's dealing with. She's robbing brothers. So we okay with that. We all right with that. Well, then then the argument comes. Well, they shouldn't have been messing with a hoe. But you defend her for being the hoe. She shouldn't be a hoe then. Yes, yeah, they went and go. Well, they cheating on they why? Well, she she don't got no man. She'll never have a man because of her mentality. And the dude that she with now is a simp. That's why he a dog and was cheating and had to pay 10 million. Tricking. That's not society. That's not love. And I'm sorry. You know, whoever looking for that for their love is is okay. Is 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 in a fantasy. Because you know, unless you stripping like her and selling your body like that and popping like that in the next couple of years, it's not going to happen for you. So you're better off going to school, getting you a little job and uh, and and being nice to the fellas that say, hey, how you doing? Would you like some coffee? Instead of saying, I need some money. I need that. I don't know. And brother, same thing. Get off that. She got an ass hype. I don't, see, I'm this. She could she could have a big old booty. But if her face ugly and if her if she talks ignorant, that's ugly to me. Cardi B, for what it's worth, is unattractive. The minute she opens, don't get me wrong, aesthetically, yeah, she's okay. You can't take that from her. She did a little work done. Anybody looking, man, these girls do a lot with the makeup. That's all. That's cool. I give her that. But her, the minute she opens her mouth, nah. If she was, it, I mean, I'm sorry. She starts to rap? No. I, 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 what is she even talking about? And then, and then you got women that'll sit there and, and, and call out men for all the things that they do. Men are cheaters. Men are all that. Women cheat. No, they don't. What they don't, And if they do, it's only because men cheat. That's not how the life works. Women are sluts. Men are sluts. Transgenders are sluts. Gay men are sluts. Bisexual women are sluts. Studs are sluts. Anybody can be a slut. White men, white women, Mexican women. What, what, is, what is you talking about? Nobody is exempt. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Cardi B is wrong. And I hope brothers start taking advantage of the situation. Don't play. And, and, and anyways, who and who put that out for her? Who? Somebody must have got her back. She, she man, she got. I'll be careful about who you bring into your circle, Cardi, because they leaking old shit. If, apparently, I heard it was old on top of that. But listen to how she breaks it down, though, though, y'all. And this, fellas, this is what you have to be looking out for. Say what you want. I don't want a Cardi B. Honestly, I'm gonna. Okay, you want me to drop? You want me to drop a a a, a bomb on you, females? Although I think you kind of already know this. Okay, let's just keep it real. Cardi B, women like her. Okay. And you'll want, and you'll see this when you'll see women, you'll see men marrying an a quote unquote average woman. I'm gonna tell you why. You're gonna see them with average women that got jobs and you know might be basic. And I'm gonna tell you why right now. Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Iggy Azalea, them girls at on on international, them girls on San Pablo, them girls in the strip club. Them girls on the stroll, wherever city you at, whatever city, Las Vegas, them girls on Instagram, shaking the butt, showing off all type of pictures. Okay. 
drive your attention, okay, ladies. Those women are masturbation material and just sex toys, okay? We don't love them. We don't fall in love with those women. Average, your average guy is not doing. Now, maybe your, your little rapper dude, your little, your little dumbass offset, he'll do it because he, he a lame. He ain't had no father figure. Because a father, a real father figure, may, even a real motherly figure is gonna. T- that's about hers. Is not gonna tell you to spend ten million on a woman like that. You hear me? Do you hear me, women? So I just want y'all to re- understand what we looking. We're not looking to marry that. Okay, that's just for two seconds. That's why we single. That's when we think we a player and we dipping on our girlfriend till we get caught up and now we all stuck and sad. Then you got to change your ways when you get before you get thirty, or you gonna end up single. Yeah, that's that's the only time. That's that's the only time. Okay, that's masturbation material. That's something we just want to just for the sake of having sex with. I want to tell you this. I want to tell you a story uh, account from my own personal experience. There would be times that I would talk to girls that I would that I felt were out of my league. Tens, dimes, dollar bills. I would get their number, and guess what? Wouldn't even call them. Just for ego. Just to say, oh, man, you the chunky nigga. You the, you the, you the chunky cuz with the big nose, and you got that number. Wouldn't even call them. Especially if I knew she was a hoe. But that regular girl, that girl I didn't have to do so much to impress, but was somehow all into me. We could have discussions about anything, talk about anything for four, five hours at night. That if when you wanted that, when you wanted to kick it, especially the first time, she didn't invite you to your house knowing goddamn well she was just going to give you some pussy. You actually went on a date. That actually had a plan to do something with herself, with her life. That's what we fall for. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, that's what the ladies are falling for. Honestly, the real ones. They're not looking for no no flashy flash in the pan hustler that ain't trying to that ain't trying to settle down and really just trying to wife her down. Really, she wants any real woman wants to be, should be want should be want should wanna be a wife. Any real dude should wanna be a husband. Or at least not in the or at least in a really long term commitment, whatever you wanna call it. But you should wanna be faithful to somebody. And if that's not who you are, then at least be honest about it and be the player and do your thing. That's fine, too. Honestly, it's what makes you happy. But don't rob people. Don't rape people. That was the message that we wanted to send. It ain't right to sit, sit there and watch somebody. Have, see, because see, cause that's the precedent that we want to set. We want to set the precedence where we, we, don't, we don't rape girls. We don't need to set up girls. We don't need to do all that. We don't need to set up men. We're taking care of each other. She didn't come up with nothing. She didn't, that's not no. That's not no come up story. That's not no rags the richest tale that we can be proud of. Shit, Madam C. J. Walker was running circles around her in the nineteen twenties. Look it up. Macy Macy Jemison, first black astronaut, really? And we're impressed by Cardi B. Get the fuck out of here. You can have it. You can have it. You can have that. If Michelle Obama wins the, the election next year, who's more important? Just saying. That's an if, you know, and that's just all. I'm just just putting stuff out there just to let you know what a mindset has to be at. That's me. 
I'm I a long time ago I gave up on hoes. You don't love them, you don't wife them. You can't make one into a housewife that goes for men and women. I don't know what what the hell y'all talking about. So I I'm not I'm not surprised by what she said, and I'm not a fan of what she said, and I won't would continue to not be a fan of what she, of of who she is and what she represents. And uh, people have a problem with that. Well, that's fine. I'm not going to demean her as a person every day. I will tell you that. I promise not to do that. I won't do that. I won't just disrespect her. But I ain't rocking her music. I'm not supporting nothing she got to say. Okay? She sounds like she didn't finish school. That's not attractive. Sorry. We can do better. Honestly, she could do better. With that being the case, y'all, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to break down some of this NCAA tournament. Of course, we are at the Final Four. Well, the Final Four has just uh, passed us. So we will go over that. And we will also preview uh, the national championship. And then finally, uh, to wrap everything up, of course, I was going to talk some NFL news. Uh, the AAF has folded. And on top of that, we have a, a, a major re-signing uh, major re-signing that's been done. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well and i'm gonna preview uh the next episode of my immigration series and i'm gonna break down just a little bit of what we got coming up uh in my future my future work so i'll be right back y'all in a few minutes all right i holla all right y'all i am back like i said i'm going to talk some football news with you and uh starting everything off the aaf aka the american alliance of football has officially announced to cease operations of course this was originally reported on last week uh they just made the official announcement announcement a couple of days ago uh, the cold part is uh that there's only two weeks left in the season uh but the primary investor tom duton uh the owner of the Carolina uh, Hurricanes hockey team uh, who's already invested 70 million out of the reported 230 million has already been threatening to canceling the season if a player loan agreement hadn't been established with the NFL Players Association uh, he also went on to say if the league can't give us young players we can't be a development team uh, which kind of does make sense. Uh, the NFL uh, PA has not allowed active players or even practice squad players to participate in the league, uh, which kind of doesn't make any sense. Uh, at least the practice squad players, you know, you think would have a shot. But again, there is a different set of rules. Uh, there is a difference. There is a different set of rules that aren't being called that are being used. Uh, the game is a lot differently played in the AAF. Uh, for one thing, if you you know anything about the AAF or see any compilation of the AAF so far, uh, one of the main things that they will highlight is the hitting, is the amount of contact. So, you know, it would it would be suckish to see the NFL, you know, you know who drafted this athlete or you know invested into an athlete to be on their squad, uh, whether, you know, yeah, let's say even a practice squad player. And he goes out there and plays in the AAF and completely, uh, you know, into, you know, has his career ended because of some injuries. So I kind of see where the NFLPA is coming from, but I do see where the AAF is coming from, at least Dunan is coming from. Uh, however, Bill Polian, uh, a former executive in the um, – in the NFL, he was a GM for the Indianapolis Colts and also for the Buffalo Bills. And pretty much all he uh, looked over was, you know, uh, personnel, player personnel, uh, getting the staffs together and also scouting and all that. Uh, they pretty much he pretty much had the model of, tr of building the league on its own and letting it, you know, 
manifest from there. So basically, what they were getting a lot of talent from, you know, former NFL players, uh, still relatively young, but no longer in the league. Also, players that ended up not being drafted by the NFL. So uh, their pool was a lot. It was a it was a lot larger, but it was a lot um, because there were so many other players. There's so many players that they could actually get. Uh, but at the same time, they weren't necessarily getting quality players. But Bill was saying, let's build up the league. Uh, let's get these ratings together. Let's become that that development league on our own. And then the NFL will see that and want to um, want to help that and help with that. So I kind of get where uh, Polian is coming from, too. Uh, but with that being said, uh, they just couldn't come up with, with, a, with an agreement. And unfortunately, uh, the league has, is, like I said, it ceased to exist. And we're going to have to wait on the XFL if we want to get some uh, part-time football. Uh, with that being said, though, also, there is a silver lining to all this because there's been a few players that have already been signed to NFL contracts, including the quarterback of the Orlando Apollos, Garrett Gilbert, uh, who signed a contract recently. Uh, you also got... Uh, their uh, safety Darren Smith and also cornerback Duke Thomas. Uh, they play for the San Antonio Commanders. Uh, they they also signed contracts with the Vikings and the Panthers as well. Also signed two offensive uh, linemen. They uh, they signed Kid O'Brien and also uh, Parker Collins. So again, they've they've uh, just through the few weeks that it was around. Uh, it's done a lot to kind of turn around some careers or give people a second chance. Uh, there's been a lot of buzz about Trent Richardson, who was a burnout in the league for a while or was labeled a bust, but he's uh, he became one of the most productive players in the AAF. So uh, he's looking to get some attention too. Uh, whether or not he gets signed, we don't know that yet, but uh, it's already kind of done its job and you kind of get the purpose that it was, it was supposed to serve. So, uh, unfortunately, it's gone for now. Hopefully, it comes back, or maybe the XFL can actually take up the model. Uh, finally, we got one last story here uh, I wanted to go over. It uh, looks like the Cowboys have decided, decided to invest definitely into their future. Uh, they've agreed to a five-year deal worth $105 million with their star, well, one of their star defensive ends. Yeah, I would say he's a star defensive end for them. Demarcus Lawrence, uh, he has... Uh, 65 uh, 65 million excuse me guaranteed to him he did sign a franchise tag last year uh basically the cowboys were trying to you know understand what their money situation was uh get their money uh their cap room together so they got an idea what they want or what they're going to need for the future i think that's a good idea uh Let's take a look at his stats because this is important. Uh, 2017, he had a breakout year, 14 and a half sacks. He also made a pro ball. Last year, uh, he dipped a little bit in sacks, but he had a lot more going on in terms of uh, what he was able to do. He had 10 and a half sacks, 39 QB pressures, meaning he was able to get up in the, 30, uh, the quarterback's face and uh, bother him at least 39 times. Uh, he also had 12 tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, a fumble recovery, interception, and he also went to the pro ball. And with that being said, he's also the first Cowboys, one of the first, well, no, the very first Cowboys since 2011, 2012. You know who that was? You know who that was? DeMarcus Ware. He's the first Cowboy uh, since then to pass, to post, excuse me, to post double-digit sacks in two seasons, so in back-to-back -back seasons. So he's on the right track. Uh, he's looking like he's going to be a, a somebody of top caliber for them again nobody has had uh, two back-to-back -back, uh, sack seasons since DeMarcus Ware we already know who DeMarcus Ware is uh, if I'm not mistaken he is in the Hall of Fame um, 
and he's one of those dominant defensive. He's one of he's one of the top the uh, top defensive ends of all time. Not being the Marcus Ware. So for uh, Lawrence to be kind of walking into those shadows a little bit uh, is great. And if he's any anything like uh, Ware. They're looking at, uh, hopefully, they're looking at a Super Bowl soon, for their sake, for their sake. Uh, for now, we're going to call it a wrap for today. Uh, like I said, I was going to break down uh, some my some of my uh, future work that I'm going to be doing for you guys. Uh, my next episode for my immigration series, uh, today is Sunday. It should be, yeah, it will be coming out tomorrow, uh, part two of that. Uh, we will be going over the Mexican Revolution Uh also the factors that led into that as well and we're also going to go into the remnants of the spanish empire as well uh what you know the pieces that were left pieces that were left over from that we're also going to be going over white and mexican relations also immigration to california as well some more immigration immigration uh as well it won't be the people who you're thinking it is It'll be interesting. We're also going to be talking about John Sutter and the American River, a.k.a. Sacramento. Uh, we're going over Mexican land grants to ranchos and the Californios. Uh, so a lot of stuff. So a lot of stuff. Y'all be prepared. You better be prepared to, prepared to take notes of that show thing. I'm going to have the knowledge for you guys tomorrow. I'm going to have it for y'all. Uh, be, be aware of that. Uh, my next episode of this right here, uh, we, will be, we will be going over some MLB action on also, some of the NBA playoffs, some NBA playoff predictions, uh, they do start April the 13th. So we're going to have some of that. And, of course, you know how we do the word on the street as well. Uh, so for now, y'all, I'm going to call it a wrap for today. And I will see you guys tomorrow with my immigration episode. And if you're looking to get in touch with me, I am L. Jamal Ajani. That is E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are like like to help uh help donate a little bit i do have a cash app as well as a paypal l jamal johnny it is all the same uh thank you for listening thank you for interacting with me and uh i will be seeing y'all shortly y'all have a good one if anybody hasn't told you yet i love you one love peace out